Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old or new subscribers, you are very welcome. The Master's Voice is an audio-visual resource. If this is your first video, you are very welcome. This is a prophetic end times blog, a video channel that backs up the original blog, themastersvoice.com. You can find it at www.the-masters-voice voice.com. That is where the bulk of these prophecies were put into print between May 2019 and I think about last year, mid-term, June or July. So the blog has captured the bulk of the prophecies that you are listening to. You can listen on audio channels like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, or you can listen here on YouTube. If you are a Spanish speaker, there is a Spanish channel by the name of Canal Profetico La Voz del Señor. There is Rumble and BitChute alternate video channels where you can see perhaps a wider range of these prophecies. Certain things can no longer be hosted here on YouTube, and so they had to be moved there after about two and a half years being here on YouTube. And without further ado, I am going into this first verbally delivered, and then it will be video compiled. So... This is a compilation prophecy, and the title of this prophecy is concerning one person. The title of this prophecy given to me by the Lord today, January 19, 2024, is T.D. Jakes, the final word of the Lord. T.D. Jakes, the final word of the Lord, January 19, 2024. And so the Lord has instructed me, uh, this was, I think, would be... December 26, December 26 or December 25th, 2023, the Lord instructed me to put together a compilation of all the prophetic words concerning Bishop T.D. Jakes. And so that is quite a daunting task because he has been mentioned at least 14 times here on the Master's Voice prophecy, prophecy blog. So that is one of the most mentions that anyone has ever had here. Um, in terms of the prophecies that the Lord has given me to handle. And we will go through all the places where T.D. Jakes has been mentioned verbally, because in some of the places, the prophecies were captured in live speech. So this was just live prophecy coming out. Those things were not written down, but they were captured. They were recorded. There's dates on them. And so some of them will be played because I haven't transcribed them ever since 2022 when I got them. However, most of the prophetic messages concerning Bishop T.D. Jakes were captured and were published. And the reason that the Lord is bringing out this compilation is because the Lord is adamant that his word concerning T.D. Jakes will not, is, is final and will not change. So if they were, this were a different time, and the Lord had sent me perhaps to different people, perhaps Indonesia or somewhere else in the world, it would not be necessary for the Lord to then have to reiterate to the people of this generation that when he says something, he means it. And when he says something, it is not an invitation for people to exalt themselves above God and say, no, the thing that the Lord has said is not true. Know the thing that the Lord has said will not be received by us. We do not accept it. We judge the thing that the Lord has said a lie. We judge the thing that the Lord has said conspiracy. We judge the thing that the Lord has said malice coming out of a certain human being's heart. 
in another time and place, to any other nation under the sun. If this word had come forth, even against one who has lifted himself up in the earth as an idol to men, the Lord would speak the thing once, and that would be the end of it. But I have said to you, Mystery Babylon, your maker knows you very well. This is something that I myself had to learn as the Lord has taken me on this prophetic journey. I had to come to the point where I fully understood that the reason the Lord prophesies against America, the way he speaks to America, the reason that America gets the kind of prophecies that America gets is because America is who she is. And so America will be judged in the sight of all nations and to all the nations that will watch what will happen here. God's message to you is that you will learn the lesson of your lifetimes. When you see what he does to his favorites, you will return to the word of God and you will begin to study every single situation, every single line, every single story where you see that in the past, God also had a favorite, Israel. And when Israel did well, God dealt bountifully with them. But when Israel became fallen, wicked, and supporters and sympathizers of sin, practitioners of sin, defenders of sin, then God always struck a terrible blow in their midst. And then after that, there were only scattered survivors mourning and weeping and sobbing. And it was in that broken, terrified state that they then always repented. And then they came back to God until the next time. So this prophecy is called T.D. Jakes, The Final Word of the Lord, January 19. And I think it contains maybe one or two other things that were here in my journal. And I did not write them down because I had covered this man so much. But as I was going through the compilation, you know when you enter in a name into your archives, everything that you have um, comes up. And so there was one, and that one is dated September 19, 2022, and it is small snippet, and it is called the mocker's tongue, but it's way down. It's going to be about the 15th witness, but there are 14 witnesses, and so we will begin. The first witness was on January the 17th, 2014. That is called a word on January 17, 2014, and what that was was I was in a time of prayer. I was in a time of consecration. I was spending time before the Lord, singing to the Lord and everything like that. And the Lord began to knock my socks off. The Lord began to speak to me about, well, it's a different time now. But back then, these were the who's who of the religious ecclesia. These were the who's who of the church. We're talking the high flyers. We're talking the mega ministries. We're talking master craftsmen in the word of God, people who had established themselves as the trusted names and the trusted voices in Christianity. However, when God began to speak to me about those people, there was no trusted name and no trusted voice and no trusted nothing in that conversation. God began to name people that you would not think that God would name and talk about in such a way. The Lord was expressing bitter disappointment at those people. 
saying that he raised those people up and that he entrusted so much gifting, so much power, so much influence, so much blessing. The Lord was basically speaking and saying that he had opened up the storehouses of heaven to these people and to guard the most precious thing that he has. It's not how he can bless a minister. It's not how the Lord will give you a platform. It's not how the Lord will take your voice and begin to magnify it and magnify it and magnify it until the whole earth might be listening to you. Some of these ministries have been heard across the whole earth. Their names are internationally known. The most important treasure that Jesus spoke about is people. Jesus calls human beings the true riches, souls, human beings, being able to be reconciled to God, being able to be taught to the true word of God, being able to walk in the true word of God, to come to the final point where when they lose their lives, when they are finally taken away from the earth, these people have died in truth and therefore they will be joined to the Lord. This is the most important process upon the earth. And when God calls someone, I'm not talking about the self-appointed someones that just pick up from somewhere and just start doing whatever they're doing. I'm talking about when God says, who will go for me? I just covered this recently in Isaiah chapter six. When God says, who will go for me? And a person says, Lord, I will. And the Lord brings you near and he opens up the riches of men to you, the storehouses of men to you, the stages of men to you. This is a massive responsibility. This responsibility is not supposed to steal your heart. This responsibility is not supposed to lift you up and make you start thinking that you're a, do a god, demigod, demigoddess. You are always and will ever be, and you are supposed to live a servant and die a servant. If you don't want to be a servant, there's only one other thing for you to be, a slave. You will become a slave to vices, you will become a slave to money. You will become a slave to the voices of the people telling you, prophesy this to us and don't prophesy that. Or in the case of T.D. Jakes, you will become a slave to Satan. You will become a slave to Baphomet. And so, please excuse the noise. And so, on January the 17th, 2014, the Lord held a conference with me that I cannot forget. A conversation that I can refer to, but I will not put it in print anywhere. This is because it was from my personal notes. He named the rock stars of the American church, Joyce Meyer and her husband, Dave Meyer, who is not a pastor, was named, Creflo Dollar and Taffy Dollar, T.D. Jakes, Eddie Long, Benny Hinn and his wife, although I do not know Benny Hinn's wife's name, and he said, for example. For example then means that the type of people God was referring to was not an exhaustive list at that time. It simply meant people flowing in that type of grace, people flowing at that type of level, people flowing at that high, high rank in the Christian church. Uh, please be aware that during this, past, um, during this message, people's names will be named. I am not a hider. There's no, there's no video on this blog except, I think, two where I was so tired that I made those videos and I simply pointed the camera elsewhere and made them because I, it had been a long day. I had made many videos and then the Lord still came back. So I made them without my face. My face has been available. My face has been in front of everyone since the very first video. So names will be named here because I'm not working for people. I'm not working for people's acolytes. 
I'm not working for your favorites. I'm not working for who you like. I'm not working for who you support. I'm not working for who you've been following for 40 years and now your heart is shattered into a million pieces to find out that they're a Rosicrucian, a Freemason, a Baphomet, an Illuminati Brotherhood. Those struggles are your struggles. And I will let you know that the reason you have those struggles is because most of you hate the truth and you cannot receive it. So those are what I usually call other side of the camera problems. On this side of the camera, names are named, sins are named, God's judgment is pronounced, and then that side of the camera, it is you and the Holy Spirit, if you will even consult him, who will decide. And so these rock stars' names were named, and the Lord said, for example, meaning that the list was non-exhaustive, and he said that these were corrupt and wicked teachers of false doctrine. Yah said that they were corrupt in keeping his word, meaning that they had not kept it. They had failed the commission to be keepers of the truth, guardians of God, God's law, righteous shepherds. And he said that they were doing serious harm to his church around the world. Yah said that he would watch these people and in 10 years time, he was going to make a decision about them. Some of them will no longer stand before me. Some of them will never see my face, while others, for the good work that they have done, will be received in my presence. So you hear the Lord is saying that some people would no longer be standing in front of him during the time that he was going to be assessing them. Some of them will not only not be standing in front of him, but afterwards, they will not see his face. Afterwards means after you have died and passed on. So you go into the other life, judged at the white throne, and you still don't get to see the Lord. So the first judgment is death. The second judgment that Jesus spoke about is death and hell. The Lord Jesus said, do not fear man, but fear God who can both kill and after that, he can kill the body and then after that, put the soul into hell. So this is straight New Testament. So death then is not an Old Testament thing. This was 2014, New Testament time. Some would die, some would be removed, for that also is what it means not to stand in front of God. Some of them will never see the Lord's face afterwards to die and be judged unfit and go to hell. And then some, he said, will see my face and for the good work that they have done, they will be received in my presence. So die, but be entered into the presence of the Lord. And I said, this was electrifying news to me at that time to hear the Lord saying in the modern times that you can and will go to hell for preaching a corrupt gospel. But right there in James chapter three and one, it says, my brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. So there it is. Let not many stand up to accept the commission of teaching the word of God because you receive stricter judgment. In another translation, it says, my brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. Condemnation. That means your work will be vetted aside from all your groupies who say, but he's a man of God, touch not my anointed. The master, Jesus, will vet the work that a person has done, a person in the fivefold ministry. And then 
If the person has failed commission because they were handling the gospel, it says here that the condemnation, their judgment will be greater. So you're hearing straight Bible now, James 3 and 1. You can read it for yourself. And so on that day, January 14th, January 2014, God said that people who play with the gospel would no longer get a chance to do so. And when I asked him why he said that, his reply is because they would be dead. He himself would take them away. This means that if you were grieving any one of these people that passed on and saying gone too soon, they were gone at exactly the right time. Minister Miles Monroe was one of these people who received this judgment, gone at exactly the right time, in a shocking and very brutal way, with half of his ministry team and even some of his family members taken away as if a hand had knocked him from the sky. And what did the Lord reveal here? And I said it without fear. The Lord said he took this man to stop him from fully corrupting himself. So he was corrupted, but there is a point that you will get to where you will not stand in the Lord's presence, no matter what. You will receive one of the outcomes I was talking about. You will no longer stand in his presence, and then you will not enter into his rest at the end. The Lord said that he took Minister Miles Monroe. So let this be a caution to Christians. There are funerals that have come in the past and some of you still have tears on your cheeks. Gone too soon, the mighty general of God. Person was a witch in Scoen. Their name will be mentioned in this prophecy. But you're sitting there and crying, weeping for Tammuz, the idolater, the mocker of God, the one operating with principalities and witchcraft in the back. Gone too soon, says men. But this is because the eyes of men are shut in this modern generation. Human beings, you, th you truly believe that you know these pastors because you have cell phones and you have tablets and you have fire Amazon TVs at home. You think that you are such great judges of character and most of you are married to these wolves in the pulpit. You are receiving of their defilement. Not only are they defiling you, but you do not understand spiritual connection and covenants. And you don't know that by professing love to these people, you're soul tied to them. Your soul tied to the Beyonce's and the rest of them. Their names will be in this prophecy because God has always bundled Bishop T.D. Jakes with other people who are cursed with the curse of death. In the secular world, you will hear in the prophecy that T.D. Jakes was bundled with the death of Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and the famous athletes that God says you will start to see fall like trees in the years to come. So this pastor's name keeps coming up in company that he should not be keeping. But you want to absolve him and say that he's clean, he's anointed. And this is just because the darkness in him is mirrored in the darkness in you. Darkness loves darkness. Darkness defends darkness. Sinners defend sin. And so it goes. The Lord said that they would no longer get a chance to play with the gospel because they'd be dead. He himself would take, this, take them away. This shocked the skin off me because in 2014, nobody said things like that. And nobody ever stood up and preached and said that God said things like that. Since 2014, when I first heard it, 
until now. Not even the good pastors who are still trying to keep the way of God are preaching to God's people in the modern generation that the penalty for continually mishandling the holy ordinances of God and being false is death. So it's been death in the Bible. It's been death in the Bible, Ezekiel 13. It has been death in the Bible, Jeremiah 23. So it's been death, but because we have Wi-Fi, it has snapped into something else. God wouldn't do that, but God would. God would do that, and God has done that. Pastor Zachary Timms lost his life, and the Lord showed me his empty seat. The man died young. Drugs carried him. A reprobate lifestyle carried him. Gone too soon, gone at the right time. Struck by the judgment of God. So God is still striking. But the striking is not being taught, even by the good pastors. And so God found somebody unbeknownst to you at that time. Somebody in the wilderness and said, Son of man, listen to me. I am observing the highest flyers for 10 years. And then I will make a decision about them. Bishop Eddie Long fell along the way. He didn't make it to the end of the 10-year period. Egregiously angered the Lord. And you will hear in this prophecy why, prophet, why Pastor Bishop T.D. Jakes is still going strong. You underestimate my father's heart. You underestimate my father's love. You underestimate my father's willingness to bear long with the sinner, but you also forget that my father said that he will not always strive with people because of their sinfulness. God is going to reinstitute a lot of things back into the church. And unfortunately, church, I'm telling you now, especially you righteous Christians, you that actually know the Bible, you that actually know and love the narrow path, the lessons that are coming are going to be learned with tears. They are not going to be learned in a comfortable environment. They are not going to be learned by saying, Lord, we hear you now. Give us one more chance. That door is shut. The lessons are already programmed. I brought a prophecy like that. I said that I saw the Lord. <laughs> I saw an incinerator with a fire inside it so hot that I was terrified. And I saw the door of that incinerator shut and the nation of America had been placed inside the, the incinerator and the door was shut. It was one of those modern ones that you can put a code on and the code was put in and America was in there and I could see through the little glass her terrified eyes and then fire hotter than hot came and consumed her utterly. So it's too late for will he, can he? No, it is set. And what you are observing is you are going to watch what it looks like when one person has gone too far and the Lord says the judgment is set. And the wise will watch it and learn many things from it, but the unwise, all bets are off. There's no telling what they will say. She cursed him from her house with her very powerful mouth. She's the one who caused it. 
as if I'm the one who brought the evidence that you are now all watching all over the world. That evidence came from my pocket, did it? No, the prophecy came, and then the evidence followed and stacked up exactly, because when God says something, it will happen exactly as God said it. And so, pastors do not preach that the penalty for continually mishandling the holy ordinances of God and being false is death. So they're holy ordinances. So this Bible, mine is not right near. This Bible is not a toy. This Bible means something to God. This Bible is precious. And we're not supposed to mishandle it. We're not supposed to look through it and cherry pick the verses. We're not supposed to preach sunny sermons because by it we corrupt the faith of the people. We make the people very relaxed and disrespectful in the presence of God. We make the people feel that they can do no wrong. We make the people feel like there's always one more chance for sin, except continually mishandling. So this means that you don't repent. You do it the first time and he doesn't judge you. The second time and the crowd goes wild and says, preach, Bishop, preach. And then you do it one more time and attendance triples. And then you begin to spin it and manipulate it and throw it in the air like six plates that you're juggling. And it gets so used to you that you can't find your way back to the narrow path. No repentance continually means keep doing it. So that means that during the time when you keep doing it, what is God doing? He's watching you but he's also showing you mercy. So that means that when you hear that there was a 10 year period, you that think that God is unjust, it is you that are unjust. It is you that are unrighteous. It is you that will hear that 10 years were given and then you will want to beg for 15 more for the sin and wickedness to continue. You are unrighteous and the Lord God, he is righteous. Here are other parts of that January 2014 word. I'm going to shake the world. I'm going to shake it. I'm going to lift it up like Solomon's baby, and I will rattle it until everything that is not fixed or nailed down in it tumbles out. I'm going to lift it up. I'm going to upend it like a big man lifts a small one, and I'm going to shake it until the change rolls out of its pockets. In 10 years, nothing about this world will be like you knew it. Nothing. Nothing will stay consistent. Nothing will stay the same. I'm surely going to do it. And here we are, 10 years on, palm scanners, asking people if they want to offer up their face so that it can go on the new AI whatevers that they are making. People scanning into their phones with their eyes, talking to Siri and other contraptions that we did not have before. And the Lord was saying that after the expiry of the 10-year period, the ministers and the preachers that we see today, he was speaking in 2014, he said that they would stop ministering and that we would begin not to see them. And there is another word that I have here just from the Lord speaking to me. One of the points that he was giving me as he was teaching me is from December 2018, and I will read that to you. He said, None of them will be around and not all of them are going to see my face either. So that means death will come sweeping and then even after dying, you can't be sure if you'll make it. 
They will all die one by one, and you're going to hear about it. Joyce Meyer, Dave Meyer, Creflo Dollar, Taffy Dollar, T.D. Jakes, Eddie Long, Benny Hinn and his wife, for example. Some of them, for the good work that they have done, will be with me in heaven. They will see my face, and I will keep them from the darkness that is coming to the whole earth. Eddie Long will receive in his flesh the eternal punishment of the things he has done. Creflo Dollar shall not see my face unless he repents. T.D. Jakes shall not enter my presence. He can go and enter the presence of the ones he is currently serving. So, as far back as 2014, the Lord Jesus Christ, who does not watch your TV and does not tune into the Potter's House broadcast the way you do, the Lord Jesus Christ was saying 10 years ago that T.D. Jakes was serving someone and because of the someone he was serving, he would not enter the presence of the Lord. The Lord said he can go and enter the presence of the one he's serving. So T.D. Jakes has a boss that he doesn't show you when he's on Twitter. He has an employer that you are unaware of. So he had a boss back then. And God was already saying back then that this man would not enter his presence because of the boss that he was serving. So now God who knew what I did not know shared with me so that I would also know. But for 10 years, where were the videos that I made? Who did I tell? Who did I whisper to? You will never believe the names that I have written down in my notebook. Nobody knew because you don't talk about things that God doesn't tell you to talk about. You don't run your mouth. It's part of the training. It's how you know the real from the fake. If he can't even take you into his private councils without you telling your mother, boyfriend, husband, and your little private blog, then you know that you're not a prophet. You're not trained. You're not crushed. You're not prepared. And your spirit is not subject to you. It's just wild. And everything you hear, you want to talk about. So, in fact... Many ministers will die during these 10 years. Some will drop dead in the pulpit. So this death thing is consistent. Hmm. The people of God say that God doesn't kill someone, but the Lord keeps talking of dead, death, dying, and now pulpit death. As judgments, they will drop dead in the pulpit for the corrupted gospel that they taught my people, which has led them astray. Many of them will die and enter into eternal judgment as a result of the things that they are saying, while a few of them will die to keep them from entering into eternal judgment. Two people I've mentioned like that. Both of their names are in another prophecy. Kim Clement, Miles Monroe. Both of them starting to get off track. Both of them leered aside because of the glitz and glamour of all the people clapping. It's so accurate. Some of them will only die to keep them from suffering. 
The Lord sounded very stern when he spoke about the pastors who don't preach the true gospel of Jesus Christ and how they are deceiving and misleading the people. And here is a piece I did not share. At this point, I tried to intercede for them and for people in general. After all, God saying that he will shake the earth and strike these powerful ministers was a tough thing to hear, and I could not stay silent. So I went to intercede for the people that he was talking about, but instead, a loud voice, no, do not pray to me. I will surely do this. I will surely do it. I will surely do it. So I shrank back from the severity of the voice because I knew that God was fed up and I knew that he would do the things he's now saying. So let us examine the difference between you and myself. Those who are steeped in the gospel in your heart. You, all we know is that you're an evangelistic, prophetic, apostolic teaching pastor. You've got all fivefold ministries inside of you. You're so full of discernment that we can, we have to give you lead shoes just to keep you and your spiritual gifts walking here on the earth. And then there's just me. We both hear God say something and you're out there. This is not of God attacking the man of God and me. Do not pray to me. My mouth closes. I'm silent. I can tell when a person is fed up in real life. How would I not be able to tell when God is fed up? And so we see the difference. That God can speak and be respected. God can say, I have boundaries, celestial. The earth has a boundary. You on earth, you have judges, presidents. You have lawyers. You have a prison system, you have a legal system, and the legal system is your boundary. When people cross the boundary, there are consequences. I too in heaven am greater than your legal system. I have boundaries. And when people cross my boundaries, there are consequences. And I don't need to be a lawyer to understand that and say, okay, God. But the modern day church, Reckless love. He forgives it all. I've had people coming here and saying that God will forgive the bestiality. He didn't forgive it in the Old Testament, but now in the modern world, doggy love will also be forgiven because you say so. You've heard the first witness. A word on January the 17th, 2014. The second witness, it is simply from my notes, it is called points of a great deliverance. And that is from December, 2018. And here we are. And the Lord is speaking here. He was talking to me briefly about how he would clear the, he's going to clear the international stage. So the Lord was saying that there will come a rise of brand new ministers, people who will minister in the heat of their spirits. They're not going to be substituting passion for the word of God with performance. So no, I feel. <laughs> if those people sweat, it will just be general normal sweat and they won't need a towel around their neck so that the people can see how hard they're working in the vineyard of the Lord. It won't be exertion 
It will be exhortation. It won't be pretense. It will be power. It will be signs. Signs and miracles, wonders, healing, and the raising of the dead is coming back to the house of God. But we can't get those things because the house of God is choked with wet, stinking wood. And so the Lord is going to dry the church out. Painful process. Then he's going to set her on fire. We won't get miracles when the so-called men and women of God are having group orgies and pledging allegiance to the Baphomet. You can't expect signs and wonders to break out in the midst of defilement, not from God anyway. Demonic signs and miracles, yes, of course. I mean, if you're going to kiss a mermaid and sleep with a dead body, of course you will receive a limited form of power to perform signs and wonders. True ministries are coming back. And that's what the Lord was teaching me in this prophecy of the date is December the 14th, 2018. So we are now in the 10 year period, January 17, 2014. The first I heard of it, God didn't bring it up. And then he was talking to me about what he called banner ministries. So banner ministries today means that the branding is immaculate. The thing is huge. The thing is internationally known. You call a name and everyone is like, oh my goodness, he's coming to our city. He's coming to our town. What's that? $800 for the ticket? That's okay. I don't need to pay my rent. I'm there. Banner ministries. But the kind of ministries that the Lord is bringing now, he is going to be taking from secret places. The hiding of his power, a mistake that even Lucifer made, thought he could rush the throne of God. And the Bible says therein was the hiding of his power. So God keeps things in reserve that the church doesn't know about. And then suddenly, like John the Baptist, boom, they're on the scene causing a ruckus. Everyone is like, what is, what, who is noise, contention? What is this? Is it the Lord? Is it not the Lord? And yet it will be the Lord moving in a brand new way before a sick and rotten and compromising and half dead church who doesn't know if she's coming or going. Banner Ministries. It's not going to be about the branding. He may grant those people that. He was speaking of the new wine, I think in 2019, and what he will give them. He will let them sit at the highest tables. These ministers are going to be in the ears of kings. They're going to be in the ears of international governments being called to say, come and tell us what is the word of the Lord. They're going to be going to places and they will not be looking over their shoulders at people who can't even figure out if the Holy Spirit is speaking or not. The banner over them will be Jehovah Nisi, a bold thing. And the Lord said that in order to do that, he was going to literally just do this and wipe away all the old, dead, compromising. He calls them the old guard, sold their soul to Lucifer, went to the fornication, sodomy rituals, doing the most in the background and still basking in the love of the blind. He said it would knock them all off the table. Compromisers, no use for them. And he was going to bring up the banner ministries, a ministry as big as T.D. Jakes, some of them will have, a ministry as big as Joyce Meyer, a ministry that has a global reach, global impact, people you've never seen before, 
reaching people from all over the world because of the Lord. And he says that that is what these end times ministries will be like. New wine. God will open doors for these people and put them into position himself. So that is it. That little snippet from December 2018. What comes next? Right. The next, min the next thing is from June the 20th, 2019. So that was the second witness. This is the third witness. The title of this prophecy is Cornucopia, the Hall of Delights. And I'm reading you part three, June 20th, 2019. So on June the 20th, 2019, I saw several visions right in the afternoon was not a busy time for me. I just started seeing them. The Lord had been talking to me and I suddenly started seeing pictures as he was speaking about the fact that the era of the church now is fallen to cornucopia. Cornucopia is a word. You can look it up. It is corn, U-C-O-P-I-A. And you will find that that word is associated with wealth, pleasantries, opulence, riches, fatness, and it is usually always signified by an overflowing goat's horn. Notice I didn't say, for instance, ram's horn. It is a woven goat's horn. And then when you see it online, it's going to be stuffed, filled with all these juicy fruits and cheeses and all kinds of things spilling out. So it is a picture of excess. It is a picture of over the top. And I explained in the prophecy that is called peanut butter that the Lord was very angry by how he gave these people access. Peanut butter is from April the 11th, 2023. He gave these ministers access, international access. These people get to travel all the time. They get to see the wonderful centers of the entire world. They get handed the hearts of people on a silver platter. Please pray for me, Bishop Jakes. Please pray for me, Creflo Dollar. And what happens is God is simply telling you, the church, that refuses to allow him to talk, that his trust has been abused. And what a shame it is that you do not care to allow him to say that his trust has been abused and that there must be judgment for that. You don't want these people to be judged because you are terrified because you know that you are next. So cornucopia, all this wealth, the visions were one after another, and the Lord was showing me thrones. I just mentioned the thrones of two people that I saw. One throne was the throne of Miles Monroe, M.T. One throne was the throne of Pastor Zachary Timms, also M.T. And the Lord was showing me that these men were both taken away for sin, one for the sin of excess and one for the sin of error. However, I was seeing the pastors and I was seeing their names. I was seeing their names and there were two men I saw, but only one man that I was told to write about in the prophecy and not to mention his name. And so please listen to the characteristics of this man. There's been a lot of speculation about who this man is. People listened to my TD Jakes prophecy and even though the words were very clear, they still keep thinking it's some mysterious person that I cannot yet name. The person that I'm talking about in September, 2022 and here in in June, 2019, is T.D. Jakes. So again, the Lord said to me, hold your tongue 
But as I'm seeing the vision, I know the man. I know the man when I see the man. But this is what the Lord said. There is one man I'm told to mention, meaning write about him in the Chronicopia prophecy, but not his name. The Lord said this man was a special cup in his hand. He is a man who was given double. Double what? A double portion. A man who is far more eloquent and talented than all his fellows in ministry. So God is saying, line them up. He was the best horse that he, God, had in the race. I see written over this man's head, Charis. I may be mispronouncing it. Let's just move past that. C-H-A-R-I-S. This is the Greek word for grace, but it also means divine favor and special abilities. This is the root word for our English word, charisma. Charis can be seen as the special sauce that God will give someone, which makes them exceptionally good at something. In this man's case, what he was good at is that he was called to preach the gospel. So look at God. God is bragging on something that he made. Just the way God shaped Adam in the garden and then took Eve and made her from the man's side. So we see the creator giving the specs to the luxury car that he made, the car that is called Bishop T.D. Jakes. The Lord says, I gave him double, which means that everybody called to the ministry will be given a single portion and they can do a great job. But God gave T.D. Jakes the Elisha anointing, the double portion spirit. God gave him eloquence and talent that is above all his fellows. So that means you look at the man's 40 year plus career, you try to count anybody else, you're not gonna find a person who can move and flow in the spirit and in the word of God and in breaking down the scripture like that. Was it of his own doing? Did he create himself? No, he's been that good. Even when he moved into subterfuge and manipulation, he's been that good because God put that under the hood for him. Grace, spiritual grace, divine favor, favor from above, special abilities, extra gifts that others don't have to draw the crowd, to win men's hearts, to pull trust, all of that, by whose hand? Did you give it to him by free? You don't understand that spiritual things were working there. You don't understand that he had those things because God wanted him to feed you, raise you right, and not make you the mockers that you are, that love sinners. When people become corrupt, you can't even pick it up. You want the status quo to continue. You think the party will keep going forever. The truth is before you and you hate it. You think you can abuse the Lord's tolerance forever? Not so. Not so. The Lord said that this man was a special cup in his hand. We are still only at June the 20th, 2019. He was full of the good graces of the Lord, but now he has profaned himself and God is not happy with him. And I see that the Lord is full of tender mercy towards him also. And this is why I cannot name him. I can see that God has a soft spot for him, but I also see a cup filling against him. So I'm seeing a cup above this man's head, a cup in the spirit. It was once gold, but now it is tarnished. 
That is always a sign of reprobate activity. When a precious metal begins to turn dull, it means you've lost it somewhere. You have to be quick to repent and get polished up again. I see this cup filling steadily with a dark red liquid that is God's judgment upon this man. Because he is twice as gifted, I see that his cup is twice as big as the other ministers sitting on their thrones. I know that when this cup overflows, this man will hit trouble. God will make him drink that cup that he has filled with the profane things he did. Let the reader understand this image can describe every one of us if we stubbornly continue in our sin. So I spoke just a while ago that judgment doesn't come to you for one infarction. It doesn't come when you do it twice, three times, five times. It's been 10 years. And it's only now that the judgment has begun to trouble his waters only a little bit, only a little bit. And so the other person that I saw who at that time, the Lord did not want me to name who was then named about 2019, 2020, 2022, about three years later, the other person was Joel Austin. His name finally came out during a live prophecy stream. And I said, finally, the Lord is naming this man just to show you how faithful God is, just to show you how God does not abandon. It's not God who walked away from T.D. Jakes. It's Bishop who walked away from the Lord. Joel Austin, the same. They are all brotherhood. They all go to the same meeting. If these men came and wore their Baphomet rings in your face, you would say, you know, their jewelry is so distinctive and different. Bless God. In Joel Austin's case, the Lord said that I should not name him because the Lord had reverence and respect for his father, John Austin. And so even when T.D. Jakes was named, Joel Austin's name was still in the shadows. That man is going to leave that church. He's going to be brought off that pulpit in dishonor. So you can mark this one as well until the day you see it. You have heard three witnesses, three witnesses out of 15. The next one is called No More False Prophecy, and I received this word from the Lord on January the 5th, 2021. I held this prophecy back a long time in my archives because the word was so heavy, and the Lord delivered this prophecy with so much furious heat. Furious heat. God can really come upon a person. You will question your whole life and your family tree when he is angry. And us who serve the Lord up close, we see that anger. We feel that anger in the words and how the message is given to your spirit. That's why you will see someone who is truly close to God. They will be very hesitant to just open their mouth and just start saying, oh no, it won't happen. And we'll be sure to pray. I'll ask God, God, do you want me to pray for this? I'm not presumptuous. I'm not going to open my mouth and pray for nothing that I don't have the spiritual release to pray from, for, for. You can do that. Do it. Because you are mighty and you can turn back all clocks. This prophecy sat a very long time in my archives because it was a heavy word that needed to be handled with balance 
and prayer. When something is heavy, I keep it until I'm ready to proclaim it. But because of keeping this one too long, God went ahead and brought two other messages that were even harsher than this. I received this prophecy with furious heat. And so the Lord basically said that people who were playing in the pulpits, people who were mishandling the word of God, he was going to judge them for sin and lies that they had told in his name. I will judge them for their sins and the lies they have told in my name. I will take away their lives until they repent. Jehu took the lives of the false prophets. Jehu was a king in Israel. He told them that he wanted to become a false prophet member. What's the name of the false church? King Jehu said. I've just become king and I'm so anxious to join the fellowship of those who know the true God. Where do you worship? And then he held a huge banquet for them. He held an event for all the false prophets. And you know how false prophets love to be seen. They all came to Jehu's banquet. And then he told the soldiers, lock them in there and burn it down. And if a single one of them escapes, I will substitute your life for theirs. What an inauguration. Jehu took the lives of the prophets. All false prophets were burned in the, pro in the presence of Jehu the king. And the land was cleansed from its restlessness. I will do the same again, for I am a refining fire. And the verse the Lord gave was, but who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. Malachi 3 and 2. And so God was saying that he would judge every single Every, this is nobody going free. This is not an American limited prophecy here. This is nobody getting away with it. You're in the Bible study. You're lying and you're telling the people that your interpretation is the right thing. Tiptoeing away from the narrow road. Be careful. It's better to shut that thing down if you don't know what you're telling those people. For every single, listen, listen. The false word of faith causes undue restlessness in the earth. Have you ever heard this before? That false teaching brings restlessness to the earth. Do you know that's why the sea is upset? Do you know that the sea knows its boundary because its boundary is written in the Psalms? But then when you start lying, you're causing mini tsunamis out there because your lie is troubling the frequency of the earth. Restlessness is the, what the Lord is saying. That when he kills these people, the land will have peace for a while because they cause restlessness in the earth. And here we are on YouTube with the deleters of false videos. That's okay, brother. We all miss it sometimes. What are you doing? Why are you so, why are you so blasé with your soul? Who are you to excuse false prophecy? By what authority do you allow a false prophet to go free? Who empowered you? to say that their tears are enough and you understand. Who are you? Are you the author of prophecy? Are you the father of prophecy? Because fathers can forgive their children when they do wrong. Are you the father and the mother of false prophecy? That when the prophecy does not land, then you say, it's okay, we're all human, we all miss it. 
We don't even care about the deleted video. Restlessness. The false words of faith cause a false belief system. The false words of faith cause faith that is fruitless because it is based in nothing and going nowhere. So now you know why your life is stuck. You go check your YouTube playlist. It's liar one, liar 500, liar 5 million. That's who's teaching you. That's who you've been listening to for the last five years. Hi, Celestial. I'm stuck. I don't know what's wrong. I know what's wrong. Your faith has been made fruitless because it's based in nothing and going nowhere. All who cause false faith to rise shall be judged by me. Unless there is absolute and total repentance, unless they take responsibility and stop their corrupt practices in my name, they will be taken away. So what you're hearing consistently is what you say cannot happen. Those who know the Lord know his way, but those who have never even met him or spent an afternoon in meditation with him, listening to his words, listening to his cadence, they say that death has no place in the new millennial Christianity. Christianite, accent at the end. And so the vision that I saw in this prophecy, before I go to the names that were named, the vision that I saw in this prophecy is that I saw a very angry man. I was at the back of this person's house. I wasn't standing there. I was just seeing the back of someone's house, a very, very nicely appointed house. And they had an entire nicely done patio and then a long, large wall for a boundary. And then against that wall, they had a little home garden, not quite little at all. They were growing everything there. And I saw all of a sudden the back door burst open and a very enraged man walked out, angry and with purpose. He stormed out of the back of his house and he headed straight towards his personal garden. And he didn't go to the carrots, which are firmly rooted in the earth. He didn't go to the beetroots and he didn't go to the radishes. He went to the spring onions. We all know that the roots of spring onions are about that deep, just a tiny little nub and the rest of the plant goes shooting up. So the majority of the plant is visible to the eye, tall and green. I'm ready, I'm ripe, I have fruit. And then that whole plant is supported by about half an inch of roots. And he had a large crop of spring onions growing. And that man marched straight to those spring onions and ripped up the entire crop in his hands. And when he ripped them up, I was horrified because in his hands, I saw green onions. And at the same time, I saw people like this dying and collapsing in that man's hands. And only a few of them by his own design, not by mistake, only a few slipped out of his bunched fists. And so they fell to the ground, but the rest of them that he held in the fists, they went from green to blanched white. The same way you can cook vegetables until all the color go out of them. I saw that the people who looked like green onions that were bunched in his fists, passing away because there was no root in them. He ripped them out of this world suddenly and there was none to stop him. And so, thus says the Lord, you will be dethroned suddenly and your death notice will be seen by all unless you repent. 
The weeds of the earth will be pulled up suddenly. Men will know by the wrath that strikes you suddenly that you are a man of disfavor, a woman of disdain. When the hand of God collects you suddenly like an uprooted plant and casts you on the rubbish heap, this is soon to come. This is the word of the Lord. The harvest is being prepared. Let the false prophets fall among the wicked. So we see that the wicked is a very large contingent. Wicked in government, wicked in music, wicked in movies, wicked at your house, wicked with the parents who are out there pimping their children on Instagram. Wicked you lie. Wicked you have a mouth and a tongue that cannot be controlled. Wicked you love to support the wicked. Romans chapter 1 verse 2. A very large bunch of wicked and God is saying the false prophets, false pastors, false ministries will fall among the wicked. The names of the pastors that the Lord gave me in this no more false prophecy are in two contingents. Some are alive, some are dead, and some are on the fence, meaning that God is still watching them. The names of the live pastors who will fall in the judgment, prophecy January 5, 2021, the prophecy that I kept. T.D. Jakes, Joyce Meyer, Creflo Dollar, Benny Hinn, Marilyn Hickey, Alf Lacau, who is in Africa, Shepard Bushiri, who is in Africa. And God says, um, there is a man. His name is Elias. L Lovey Elias. That man is numbered with these people. As well as those who have passed away. T.B. Joshua. So T.B. Joshua died, according to this prophecy, by a harsh and refining judgment. What did I just read? It says, men will know by the wrath that strikes you suddenly that you are a man of disfavor. So here is God optimistically saying that when you see somebody suddenly ripped out of the earth in judgment, if you are a wise person, then you will not say, oh, Papa was taken away. You will know that wrath took your life. But the people of Africa do not know. And that is their problem. The dead who were judged on January the 5th, 2021. T.B. Joshua, Frederick Price, Kim Clements, Miles Monroe, Bishop Eddie Long. So these are names that the Lord said that though they are dead, his wrath would be upon those who had not yet died. And his wrath was exposing those who had died. Joseph Prince and Kenneth Copeland are the two that God says are still on the fence. And the last sentence here is various gospel stars will meet their end the same way. So you have heard the witness. This is the... Fourth witness, no more false prophecy. The fifth witness is from a prophecy that is called Hovercrafts and Abominable Weapons of War. That prophecy is from October the 15th, 2021. And there is a segment in the middle that once I had made the full prophecy, 
I cut that segment and I put it out. And that little segment, you will find it on the internet. It's called Idols Will Fall in America. But the main prophecy is called Hovercrafts and Abominable Weapons of War. And this is from October the 15th, 2021. And you can listen here as I read bits of the prophecy. The Lord told me that I will speak all the words he gives me and eventually America will hear me. He said they will hear because they will be silent at last. The cities and towns will be frozen with grief, with pain, and with outrage. They will be silent, and they will finally hear the words of the Lord. I will prophesy to them that Mr. Biden will die, and Mr. Trump will die also. I will tell them what is coming, and how God says they will have no idols left. America will be frozen and stripped of her constant pleasure of idolatry. What is idolatry? It means to worship the creature and not the creator. It means to ascribe to a man. It means handing over to a man. It means to hand over to a man, a mere man who has to go to the bathroom like everyone else. You hand over to him God-like dimensions and proportions. Idolatry is praising human beings for their skills or looks or gifts or talents to lift them up with your words and to worship them until it starts to reach like black irritating smoke at the doorway of heaven. The greatest of all time, the goat. When phrases like this become common, it is a useful way that men choose to measure achievement across the ages. Idolatry. To make a man a god, to call him a savior, like you did to Obama in his day. To call him the one who will make America great again, like you did to Mr. Trump in his day. To shout out, here's the person who's our redeemer, the one who will build back better, like you did to Mr. Biden in his day. The Lord told me that America will have nothing but silence and frozen shock when her idols in every single area of worship are hammered and finally knocked off the table. You will speak to them what I give you and they will hear you. They will have no idols left. I will remove every man and woman that America prays to and I will remove all the false prophets that people worship and follow. Then the nation will be in terror and starts to pray, but it will be too late. The punishments will already be in effect and they will receive their full reward for being a nation that worships and idolizes man. I saw people staring in shock as the pastors they looked up to died. Famous and not famous at all. I saw itty bitty pastors who are just like small tadpoles in their tiny churches but the church members look at them as if they are mighty sharks standing up on the pulpit. Maybe because they can preach really well or they can stir a crowd. I saw that they died. I saw a lot of heart attacks taking women and men of God away suddenly. I saw that T.D. Jakes was one of them. But even in the small and the medium-sized churches where the pastor has become the most important person on the agenda, more important and more looked up to than Jesus himself, I saw that people died. That is the fifth witness against Bishop T.D. Jakes. 
that he will be among a large contingent of pastors who shall begin to lose their lives because they have been idolized by their church members, even pastors in small churches. But in his case, the Lord says that this man is a global idol, idolized right up there along with the music superstars and the political elites. And so the Lord says that heart attacks and things like that will be taking men of God and women away and that as the idols are falling, America will be becoming more and more silent. So you hear of judgment of one man and you have gathered here like who knows what. Some have come because they wish to hear, how is it that a person spoke the word of God and now you're watching it on channels that are not mine? But some have just come to look and critique. And the Lord says that you will eventually fall silent because you won't be able to find a single person in any walk of life to say the greatest of all time. Jesus will be the greatest of all time because Jesus won't have any competition in America at all. The nation will just be silent and wondering, how can this many funerals be happening? happening. That is when people will finally accept that death is one of the ways that God deals with sin. He never changed it since the Bible. That teaching has just been lost here in the United States. The sixth witness, the burying of Tophet, June 26, 2022. And again, the Lord was angry. The Lord directed me to read Jeremiah chapter 23. Please read it on your own. The entire chapter is about God's infuriation, how angry and frustrated he was with the false prophets in Jeremiah's day, and he finally started pronouncing very harsh judgments against them. The title of this word is because of Jeremiah 7. If you do not know what Tophet is, the Tophet prophecy is just there at about two or three lines right at the end of Jeremiah 7, where God was saying, there is a land called Tophet. That is what they call it. But I'm going to kill the people in that land so much. There is going to be so much burial in Tophet that they will run out of graves to put their people in and the people will just simply lay upon the ground. And I've already brought that prophecy here concerning the type of war that will be here. People will get tired of burying. The Lord says that we will get tired of going to funeral. It will start to be funeral competition. Whose funeral are you going to? Your husbands or your sisters? Whose funeral are you going to? Your best friends or the man you were married to? So that is what it is going to be like. And I will just read a short part here where the names again are mentioned. This is the word of the Lord. Behold, I am against the false prophets who prophesy falsely in my name. The time has come for judgment. I can no longer bear or tolerate those who raise up false images of hope on my behalf. Who say, thus saith the Lord, when I have not spoken. Therefore, there will be across the world, from coast to coast, in every land where there is false prophecy, false apostles, false leadership in the church of Jesus Christ. A wave of death is coming to deceivers. These are their names. Alf Lacau, T.B. Joshua, T.D. Jakes, Joyce Meyer, Creflo Dollar, Benny Hinn, Frederick Price, Marilyn Hickey, Shepard Bushiri. So you hear again, the dead mingled in with the living. And to understand that, you can simply go to Jeremiah chapter 8, which I have already read here for quite a few years on camera. The Lord says that when you are wicked and when you are sinful, whether you are at the very low level, meaning you're not management, you're just an ordinary person, you're just a normal person, whether you're living your life Christian or not, all the way up to the princes, the leaders, the pastors, the prophets, people in politics, the superstars, 
whatever it may be. The Lord says when you lead a filthy life in darkness and then you die and people think about you one way, that he will not leave you to sleep in your grave peacefully. In Jeremiah chapter eight, the Lord pronounces a word and the word is simply dig up their bones from the grave and scatter their bones in the sun and let all men gaze upon them. And that is what you see now happening with TB Joshua. That's one of them. That is what happened to Ravi Zacharias. That is another one of them. When you die basically and think that your death is the end of your dirt, it is not. The heavenly father has more in store because his lifespan is longer than men. He will dig you up and expose everything about you to the people. There will be multiple exposures coming out, dead or alive. Thus saith the Lord. And so, just a moment, please. This is the seventh witness. The prophecy is called the sodomy ritual. Let me just see what part it is. This is called the sodomy ritual part three, the dirt of Hollywood. The date of the prophecy is July 4th, 2022. Please take note of the dates. The 10 years that the Lord spoke of is progressing. And this prophecy was concerning mostly the singer Beyonce. She was the only secular musician that was mentioned among those of the religious elite that would lose their lives. And the reason that God put her name there is because the woman is a religion unto herself. And so here in the sodomy ritual, the Lord was talking about this sin of sodomy, the sin of abusing the human backside and using it as a place for sex when the Lord did not intend it to be used like that. T.D. Jakes was mentioned in this prophecy. And as we now know, his name is swirling, being connected with this activity. And so the word of the Lord was simply this, Beyonce will die. All the people I named to you will die and be taken away. Tony Evans, T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, Joyce Meyer, Benny Hinn, and more, they will all pass away. They will no longer be a snare to the world or a trap for people. Even the church follows them blindly. Yet they are in witchcraft and occultic brotherhoods, sacrificing people to their demon gods. I will strike them and remove them all. All of them will die. Write down what I say. Whoever sacrifices people will be punished. That one is an idolater and a murderer. They shall be taken away. This habit of sacrificing a living human being for a ritual must stop. It is a diabolical way to receive occultic power, and the result is the destruction and removal of a whole human life that I made. This is the Lord speaking. Kanye West has done this. He will be punished for it. And so the Lord is speaking here quite plainly of the sacrifices that are required in the brotherhood. So the Lord will expose that someone is part of the brotherhood. And then you, the brotherhood people, clearly because you must be members, since you are so sure about who's in the brotherhood and who is not, you protest and say, no, this person is not in. But God, who knows all things, says that a brotherhood does exist, that the payments you make to join it is sodomy, sex with men, after which you clearly cannot come and stand in God's pulpit and try to bring the word forth. But many of them are successfully doing it in your faces, not mine. 
not some people's faces, but the majority's faces. So the entry level payments, male or female, is the body. But then after that, the Lord says that payment will escalate to the shedding of blood. Blood covenant for the member is other people's blood. So now you understand why the pastors work so hard to get you in these churches. They need chickens to sacrifice. They need enough people in there for roofs to collapse on because the blood has to keep washing their altar. It's like gym membership. You have to pay your gym membership every month. The month you stop is the month they kick you out. But in these brotherhoods, the month you stop is the month that you come under judgment yourself. Your life could be at risk. You could be the next Bible accident. You put your hand in with the brotherhood, that's it. You're not coming out. You can't tell anyone. The Freemasons will pull your tongue out and gouge out the eye. Your eye comes out because of the vow you took that if you speak of what you see, the eye is theirs. Your tongue will be pulled out by the root. If you speak of what you've said, if you speak of what they say, you forfeit the tongue. So dear Christians, tell me, how could someone in the brotherhood ever tell you that he or she is in the brotherhood? You think they're going to risk their skin to come clean to you? You think that Satan is a reasonable master like our God who offers forgiveness and repentance to all who seek it? You don't know that there's permanent things that you can do that can't be undone. Though you weep, you hear about Esau that sold his birthright and sought for it again with tears. He sought to return to his heritage as the firstborn, but the Lord said, I hate this one. And he could not return to what he lost. So mere ownership to inheritance, it's possible for you to not be able to return, to be restored to it. But then to covenant and sign contracts and then seal it with the blood of children. These children get sodomized until they die at these rituals. Have you thought about that as you're typing everywhere that it can't possibly be true? Have you been to these rituals? Has the Lord actually shown you the bitter griefs upon his heart? Hmm. The seventh witness, the sodomy ritual part three, the date is July the 4th, 2022. And so you heard the Lord saying it in the seventh witness, human sacrifice, pedophilia, child abuse. Pedophilia is sexually abusing minors forcing them into sexual activity against their will, homosexuality, standing on the stage of the potter's house, covered by glitz, glamour, influence, and supported by the wicked. The eighth witness is called the end of the way of the wicked. And the date of this prophecy is September the 1st, 2022. And I will read the section here. There will be scandals galore among the high and the mighty. I saw a line of thrones shaking and people toppled out of them in public and shaming falls. Bishop T.D. Jakes will have one of the biggest scandals of all time in the Christian church, one of the biggest shaming falls before his own demise. Demise means death. This man is not a straight man. He is, not, he is not a heterosexual male. 
His name will be named by the people he has been with, his male sexual partners. He will have gross scandal involving his sexual orientation. And God says people will finally see who they have been following with a lot of these pastors and spiritual leaders. And so in September, the Lord brought this word and said that there's going to be something like spiritual earthquake hitting the thrones of the high and mighty. So the high and mighty are certainly up on their pedestals. God will give people elevation. God will give people lift. That is part of what he does. He lifted David. He lifted Solomon. He lifted Gideon. The Lord does lift. The Lord brings, the Lord brings a person to the eyes of men to showcase his goodness. He brings a person to the eyes of men to showcase his gifting, his given talent in a person. He doesn't bring a pastor before you so you can transfer your allegiance from Jesus to that pastor. This is why when the pastor goes off center, when the pastor becomes corrupted, the people cannot separate from him. The man, the woman becomes radioactive, but you can't stop following them because you've knit yourself in a soul tie to a human being instead of keeping your soul tied to the cross where the actual redeemer died for you. You're willing to go down fighting. You're willing to risk your eternal soul, supporting something that God is in the process of condemning. Imagine being a squirrel that runs up a tree that the woodsman is hacking. What do you think's going to happen when that tree falls over the cliff with the squirrels still in it? Many people in this world will find out. The Lord says that earthquake was going to hit among the high and the mighty, September the 1st, 2022, and that you would see the thrones shaking and they would be dropping their occupants in public and shaming falls. So it will not just be public that you'll fall and people will say, oh, did you hear what happened to that CEO? No, the Lord said that shame would be involved. This is a year and a half ago. What do you see now? What is the little catchphrase on the lips of the children all over the social media connected to Bishop Jakes? Did I create that name? Where did the name come from? The Bible tells us that no kind of shaming thing like this, no type of evil should be named among us. How did that name become associated with the potter's house? How did such a high and mighty man become a joke and a meme. Do you think it was caused from this little apartment or did this apartment reveal to you by the spirit of the Lord what was already taking place outside? And God said that earthquake was going to hit and bring all the secret things to light. So celestial cry out the things that have been whispered to you and bring it out to the rooftops so that every single thing that happens in secret can be brought out in the open. Jesus' instructions, but now the things come out in the open and people are apoplectic with rage. They wanna tuck all the little cockroaches back in the box and pretend that nothing is going on, but you cannot. You're not greater than God's prophetic word. All parts will fulfill. And this is why I have been instructed to bring you all the witnesses. And so the Lord says that the scandals will hit among the high and mighty, the thrones will shake and their occupants will keep their seat. Their occupants will be protected by the people outside. The Lord says that CNN is going to have a field day with the pastors. 
CNN is going to have the time of its life covering sex scandal after land grabbing scandal after murder scandal. The pastors are murderers and CNN is going to light it up in lights because they love to watch a Christian fall and burn. Shaming falls. This is to publicly fall in front of everyone and be humiliated to the point that you can't fix it. You cannot fix swallowed up. You cannot fix that name that these young people have in their mouth now. Can you? One of the biggest shaming falls before he loses his life. He will be named that by the people he has been with. He will have gross scandal involving sexual orientation and God says, this is God speaking a year and a half ago. He says that when people finally see who they have been following with a lot of these pastors and spiritual leaders, that's going to be the outcome of what is taking place. You've seen, but you're still following. That is the eighth witness, the end of the way of the wicked, September the 1st, 2022. The ninth witness is called, the way of the wicked is darkness and thorns. The way of the wicked is darkness and thorns. This prophecy came on September the 2nd, 2022, just one day after the one that you just heard. And I will simply start, start here in the middle where God is talking about the difference between his servants that rule well and what he will do for them and those who are faithless and wicked stewards and what he will do to them. This is a promise of God to the servants and the messengers who rule well. You will be given a double honor, but the lamp of many faithless and wicked stewards will be put into darkness at this time. The verse is 1 Timothy 5 and 17. Let the elders ruling well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and teaching. The second witness is, remember therefore from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Here is the word concerning T.T. Jakes from September the 2nd, September, September the 2nd, 2022. T.T. Jakes is a homosexual and a pedophile. He has defiled minors. He has used boys willingly and against their will. He is brotherhood, again that word. So from the beginning 2014, God made it known that there are networks, there are clans, there are groups that you, the child of God, if you are a true child of God, have no connection to. And God makes it known again that those who join this absolutely have no incentive to let you know that they're part of brotherhood. And that's because they know that they can't openly be brotherhood and still be a pastor and still be an online YouTuber fake. Brotherhood doesn't work out with the Bible. So they pretend to be light, but they really are darkness. And those who have no discernment cannot tell the difference, but God knows and says this bishop is part of this brotherhood 
in which lives are lost, in which children are abused. When you hear the phrase defiled minors, your parents out here defending this person, where's the compassion? Because for a minor to be defiled, that's somebody's baby. That's somebody's teenager who got too close, as you will hear God saying, got too close because they were looking for a father figure. They were looking for a mentor, shades of Eddie Long. Being close to the throne, the glitz and glamor, the affection and the care of a famous pastor brings these young men close. And then you hear the phrase defiled minor. So even if he's 17 years old, he's still a minor. Where's the compassion? Where's the check as a mother, as a sister, as an older brother? Where's the check to say, oh no, you're telling me that the young are being hurt? I need to pray to God and get the mind of God concerning this. Where's all that? You participate in the iniquity of what you defend. Romans chapter one and 32. Many of your souls by a thread. Romans chapter one and 32. Make sure you memorize that verse going forward for your Christianity. He is fallen brotherhood, secret brotherhood. He will be exposed. And the filth will hit the newspapers in every country where his name has ever been famous, where his touch has ever been felt. This is a global scandal. To the extent that he defiled, let him be defamed. This is the judgment of the watchers speaking in heaven against this man's name and legacy. So you're trying to protect a name and a legacy that the holy watchers in heaven are behind the tearing down of it, the shredding of it, the putting it into the, the mixing and churning it up. You're human. The watchers are immortals. The watchers are carrying out their assignments. What is the assignment? Defame him. Bring upon him a scandal to judge him. Knock him out of the throne from heaven. Let his name be named by the people that he moves with. Bring it all out and then you're fighting. I'm going to close this box in Jesus name. The watchers have an assignment. They're doing it. Celestial has an assignment. She's doing it. What are you doing? To the same extent that he has defiled, it's the same extent that he will be defamed. That is the good name torn to pieces. So the good name is being extensively torn, but we haven't yet hit the court and we haven't yet hit the press. And why is this? Because the courts and the press need proof. Is there proof? Is God joking? As the prophecy is unfolding in your face real time, could God say what I'm about to read to you and not follow through? Let's find out. This is a global scandal. To the extent that he defiled, let him be defamed. This is, the, this is the judgment of the watcher speaking in heaven against this man's name and legacy. His actual name and everything he's ever built is going to be tarnished as God gets done with him for the things that he has done away from your eyes. He will not have any legacy left. 
Yah says, before this man dies, he will not have any legacy left. He will die fighting for the shreds of his dignity and his legacy. He will die fighting not for the mercy of God to be restored to him, but for the protection of his name, which he values above God. This is God's own assessment of him. So God is describing his own child that he made. And God is saying that there is something in his child that loves his name and his position in society. His child that he made without your position, without your permission and without your involvement, God is saying of my, of his son, my son loves the limelight and my son does love the greatness. And my son is very proud of all that he has built. And therefore I, as his father know that as I begin to tear away from him, all that he has, and as he begins to watch everything that he built without loving me at the center of it all. As I tear it away from him and I, as a father, wait for him to run back to me and ask me to restore my mercy to him, my son will begin to fight as his empire turns to sand and he will choose to go out protecting him instead of protecting the love we used to share. God makes an assessment. The assessment is true. I speak the assessment. You are offended because he will battle in court. He will battle the press. He will battle his accusers and he will battle unsuccessfully to suppress evidence in a court of law. So we're going to court. Thus says the Lord. We're going to leave the court of social media, Twitter, YouTube, exactly as I prophesied some years ago. The Lord says it will be hard evidence. So the Lord is saying that he's not waiting for you who judge with unrighteous judgment to decide who's guilty. No, no, no. God is going to bring out evidence, facts, photos, pictures, voice recordings, video, tape, letters, proof. And then proof is going to go to court and they're not going to let you in there for you to cry fake crocodile tears for your idol. You'll have to sit outside and let CNN take it from there. CNN is going to be more righteous than you. What a shame church. What a time to be alive. What an embarrassment unto Christ. And you still won't repent. This is the thing. The double down and the triple down, down diehard fans. I have already prophesied that you will be at the funeral carrying on as if it is your father in that box. The person who will preach his funeral will lionize him. What does it mean to lionize a person? Well, it's when you messed up in life and we all know it. And then someone has the gall and the audacity to get on the pulpit and go, a light has gone out in Israel today. The lie and the delusion will not stop. I'm just making this video to be obedient. I'm not making it because I'm expecting you to come away from the idol. You're already glued in, locked in like the tar baby, hands and feet. Maybe three people will get a chisel and get themselves unglued. 
But as the TB Joshua contingent has shown, has shown, they're ready to go in the grave for this. They're ready to offend God. Even now, they are ready to offend the Lord for TB Joshua. And be it unto you. Be it unto you. Battling in court, battling the press, means that the prophecy is as yet unfulfilled. We're going to court. Accusers are going to court. Battling unsuccessfully to suppress evidence. Where? On YouTube? No, a court of law. He will fight and he will say that tapes and texts should not be admissible. He will use money, power, clout, and influence to no avail to protect his ministry and empire. Prepare the way of the Lord. Whatever has been done in darkness must come out, says the most high of all flesh. So there you hear the Lord speaking. You can even listen to this part. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and from the table of demons. Would you provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 21 and 22. The false leaders have openly defiled themselves in the muck and the mire of the demonic kingdom. They are practicing wizards on stage before my flock. Yet the people are too blind to see. The church is blinded by witchcraft and magic in the extreme. This is happening all over the world wherever the church is found. My people eat thorns, nails, and razor blades and call it good food. What a good word that was, they say, with blood dripping from their mouths. What a powerful teaching. Yet their throats are cut and their bodies are being used for rituals and sacrifice. Church, you are bleeding out. You are compromised. You are dead in your sins. Your teachers are misleading you, but I will punish you for not being keepers of the book. So God is going to punish you for not knowing what the Bible says. God is going to punish you for lacking discernment and calling a false teacher a wolf in the pulpit, a person whose sins have piled up to heaven until God is saying this kind of thing against them. When last did you hear a modern judgment of this severity and you didn't find it in the Old Testament? He will punish you for letting the shepherds defile you and leading you into perdition. I will punish the leaders for their own sin, but I will surely visit whoever continues to follow their doctrines of error and compromise. Whoever eats from the defiled trough, when the leader is judged, your own personal judgment will be right behind them unless you repent of your sin. So then to continue clinging, to continue defending, to continue fighting, it's turning out to be quite risky, isn't it? It's turning out that it's not just to sit on YouTube and say, I don't believe it. And where's this coming from? It actually turns out that there's a live active choice with your soul right on the table that you are making. 
So you're not a spectator, you're in the game. And Jesus is saying, expect a visit if you continue to follow doctrines of demons and those who practice and teach you the doctrines of demons. That was the ninth witness. The way of the wicked is darkness and thorns. September the 2nd, 2022. The 10th witness is T.D. Jakes and the Fivefold Ministry. The date for that is September the 13th, 2022. Here is the scripture the Lord wants you to hear from 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. The danger of false teachers. But there were also false prophets in Israel, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who bought them. In this way, they will bring sudden destruction upon themselves. Many will follow their evil teachings and shameful immorality. And because of these teachers, the way of truth will be slandered. In their greed, they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money. But God condemned them long ago and their destruction will not be delayed. And so you hear what the Lord is saying, that he can condemn people just like King Saul, and they can be walking around in front of you and they can still look like the king, but they're already rejected. And it's only people who are not wise who will keep following them because you look and you see something that looks one way and so you assume that it is that way, but it's not. And so, the Lord had been admonishing me to make a video on TD Jakes for a while. He had given me the word, but I was slow once again. And when I woke up that morning, September 13, 2022, the Lord was admonishing me and telling me, please listen, you will make the video today, the one about TD Jakes. That man is going to die in scandal. I will not have any further mercy on him. He will die battling scandals. He will die in legal battles, fighting for the last shreds of his reputation. I will expose the details of his sexual infidelity to his wife, his children, and the world. He has been grossly unfaithful to me, gross unfaithfulness of the sort I can no longer forgive. I now take my hand off him and I reject him just like Saul. He will go down in a wave of scandals and impropriety that will rock his church to the foundations. He is a pedophile and he is gay. He is homosexual and not interested in women. I will expose the scandals with boys and youths. I will bring out the details so people can know who their beloved bishop really is. And the Lord then went on to talk about how a boy, a child, a male child is different from a youth. Please understand that when they go to these rituals, just as God holds Adam higher than Eve, Adam is that one, a crown on God's head, you can say. Boys are preferred for the ritual sacrifice because the act of sodomy releases so much demonic energy into this earth. And this is why New York City does not stand the, can't, the chance of a candle falling into a bathtub 
because of the amounts of that sin here. Her judgments are set because of how ingrained that sin is here. And the Lord was saying that a little boy is too, stro- too small to even understand sexuality or ever give this thing called consent. He said, you should never touch kids because it's, it's way before any little boy's time. But then he said that touching a youth, even though the youth is older and the youth is aware of his sexuality, he said that youths should also be protected and a young man should also keep himself pure from sexual immorality. And he says that when you coerce these young men and you entice them by offering them gifts, giving them money, bedazzling them with your fame, or making them false promises that you'll be a father figure to them, it's wicked. So Bishop Eddie Long's church fought tooth and nail to deny justice to those children. And then the information came out and the young people were telling the truth. And the people who were fighting to keep the pedophile status quo, most of them didn't even have the shame to repent. People, if you don't repent, feeling bad is not repentance. Saying, oh, now that I'm hearing it and I'm thinking about it, I was wrong, that's not repentance. Your sins will rest on your head like coals until you repent. Romans chapter one and verse 32. Until you open your mouth and confess to God, Lord, I sought to exalt myself. I thought I was a better judge than you. But now that I'm being soberly reminded that the judgment is not only for the wicked, but that there's also judgment for those who defend wickedness. Lord, I'm here on my knees to tell you sorry. I'm here to ask you to wash by your blood every word that I let come off my tongue. I was presumptuous. I cursed your messengers. And I said things that I deeply regret now. Without proper repentance, your sins are upon you. If the pastor won't tell you, I will surely and always tell you. And so, the Lord said that T.D. Jakes will be exposed and his entire empire will collapse. Because he didn't love me, and he didn't set himself to be faithful to me, I have abandoned him, and soon the wolves will come. They will accuse him. They will tear his clothes from on him, and he will be naked before all. They will see his great shame, and they will be revolted by who was teaching them, leading them, and laying hands on them. So this part of the prophecy is not yet filled because very few people are revolted. Those who are trying to act like devil's advocates say, well, you know, I'm just waiting to see. You have no faith. You're worse than doubting Thomas in the Bible. And Jesus reprimanded Thomas sharply. Because he said, Jesus speaking of the final generation said that a people is coming who will believe. They are coming and they will believe without seeing. But this generation says, well, when I see the proof, you're no different than somebody in the world. You are carnal and you are no different than an unsaved person. Even unsaved people believe when they see the proof. There's not a shred of Bible faith in you. You don't even understand what a prophecy is. Now I tell you before it come before it's come. So you were told before, and now it comes, and you are still on the fence. You need the proof. CNN will get to work. Hmm. 
The Lord was telling me, don't listen to this modern generation, Celestial. They are like people who are already dead in their graves. These are people who love sin and they continually make allowances for it. Let's not judge. Let's not condemn him. Didn't Jesus say we should forgive? They are so blind that they can't see that if the leaders are corrupt, then the church will perish. They cannot see that if the leaders are involved in gross sexual sin, then the entire sanctuary is defiled and the anointing will leave them. So you're sitting in these churches. The man is in the man dress. And then you're just like, I, I just love it here. Defiled. Defiled by whose authority you are submitting to. Defiled by who you have formed a spiritual covenant with. He's my bishop, yes. But then what altar is he submitting to? If you're connected to him and he's connected to Baphomet, then you are a child of the Baphomet, whether you agree to be or not. So when Baphomet comes to reap Baphomet's reward and your name is called, participators of the Baphomet come forward and then they read out your name. You'll be like, no, I'm sorry, I'm a child of God. And the angel is like, sorry, we don't have you down here. Hmm. They are sympathizers of sin. They are dead in their own sins. And that is why they approve of those who tear down the walls of my church by sleeping with men when they are men and sleeping with women when they are women. And then they dare to climb the pulpit and put my name in their mouth with no remorse, with not one twinge of shame and with no repentance for what they have done. And so the Lord says that he will clean up inside the sanctuary with his whip. I'm braiding a whip of cords for believers. I will whip the living out of you. Watch and see. Many who are offended will leave. Many who are offended will depart the church. And when they exit, you will feel better. Who will feel better? The people who are left behind, of course. And that is the word. That is the 10th witness, T.D. Jakes and the Fivefold Ministry, September the 13th, 2022. And now I will play you a short bit of an audio prophecy that is called A Sword to the Nations. And that was on September the 28th, 2022. So you can see that September was quite a consistent month for the Holy Spirit, continually bringing up the name of T.D. Jakes. Just a moment and let me prepare a few audios for you. The audio you are about to hear is called A Sword to the Nations, September the 28th, 2022. That is the 11th witness against T.D. Jakes. This came out in a live prophecy prayer call. Just a moment, please. This is devastating. Money changers, you will be put out of the houses of worship. Your churches will be closed down. Those big buildings are going to be rented out by other people for other activities. In some of your churches, people are going to play racquetball. I'm not sure what that is. I think it's like tennis. Racquetball. I see people renovating big churches after God has blown them out of the big church. Potter's house. This is your future. Ending up like something 
like a racquetball court. T.D. Jakes. <sighs> Joyce Meyer, Creflo Dollar. God says you have had your moment in the sun. You have had your moment in the sun. You grew crops, but you did not finish the work. You did not produce fruit worthy of righteousness. You did not produce fruit worthy of righteousness. All of you are cut off. All of you are cut off. Big houses of worship shut down and the money given to charity or something of that nature, public scandals. And so there is a brief moment that the Lord mentioned what you have been hearing here consistently that T.D. Jakes will not fall alone without him. The legacy of the Potter's House will not be able to survive and God will not allow him to have any legacy left because that is the word of the prophecy. The Lord saying that he will not allow the Potter's House to stand, but that the entire edifice, everything that T.D. Jakes has built in this world, however far afield it is, the Lord says it will collapse and it will be removed from the earth and though he is not here, he will not be allowed to remain as an edifice in the earth. That is the 11th witness, a sword to the nations. The 12th witness is a brief moment of God, again, speaking of how unfaithful ministers, they will have their lives taken from them. Some of them will die in the pulpit. This prophecy is called two more good years an introduction, and it was just an impromptu stirring up of the spirit before I made the prophecy called two more good years, talking about political changes coming to the United States and the whole shifting of how America will be in the future. So this is from October the 20th, 2022. Kindly give me a moment to prepare the audio. T.D. Jakes is a Freemason and he has been deceiving people for more than 30 years. God says he is a trickster. He is a jester. He is a magician. He does sleight of hand, magic tricks, smooth movements to deceive those who do not know how to distinguish between light and dark. Ah, my people, you perish, you perish before my eyes day and night. You are taken captive by the evil wolves I warned you about. Evil men who would creep in among you in the last days. 
teaching the doctrines of demons, teaching the doctrines of devils and the traditions of men as if they were canon. And because you have no sound foundation in you, you do not even know the difference. You cannot distinguish between the fowler who has laid a net, a snare for your soul and the true word of submission that comes from faith as it is established in the cornerstones of the gospel. You don't know the difference between the poison cheese and the good cheese. And so you pass away. You pass away like little flowers before my eyes. You have no long life expectancy because you are complicit in your own destruction. My people perish for lack of knowledge. My people are passing away and they would have it so. This is an old way of saying they like it like that. Marcus Rogers, complicit, a mason, a liar, a deceiver, a very new initiate and convert into the Freemasons and the Illuminati, very newly minted. This man has not been with them for a long time. He is one of their newest poster boys. He finally caught their attention and that's how they brought him in. And watch how they will resist the truth. Watch how they will say, oh no, he taught us good. He helped me come out of a deep situation and God says, is this not the function of the garden of good and evil? Is this not the function of the tree of deception to feed you evil and show you its good side? Even a stopped clock is right twice a day. Many of these pastors are complicit in this thing called Illuminati. Many of them. Stephen Furtick is one of them. He is one of them. He is also a new initiate and convert. When they start up these young men, it is their desire to be noticed. They want to be famous. And nothing gets you more famous than the gospel. Nothing gets you more attention. Marcus Rogers is a liar. God says that he lines the plate of the gospel with rat poison and how the little rats are feasting in their thousands and their tens of thousands. How the little rats surround the plate and eat, 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 and they crawl away to their houses and they do not know that they are perishing. God says charisma will kill the Christian church in America. Charisma will kill you. All you need is somebody who is attractive enough, who uses enough Bible verses, and you never ask the Holy Spirit one day, who is this man? Who is this woman? God revealed this person to me. God says there is a wicked underbelly. And the gospel singers and the gospel teachers and the pastors and the forerunners of the gospel who built up Christianity in the last 20 to 30 years, God says they have almost all sold out to the Baphomet. These are Baphomet pastors. God says if you could see them in their robes, if you could see them when they go to take their vows, you would vomit. You would vomit if you could see them when they gather as I am seeing them. 
black robes, red robes, hoods they wear, gold robes, how they dress up. God says if you saw them when they came off the pulpit and they go to what is called midnight mass, church, you would vomit if you saw who is feeding you. They give you feces. That's what you're eating, church of Jesus Christ. You eat waste. They prepare for you a plate of feces and then they lace it with gospel verses and you snack on these things morning, noon, and night. And God says that is what Daniel was told. In the time of the end, the Bible says, knowledge will increase and men will run to and fro. And God says, don't you know that the place you run to and fro is called the information highway? Yes, your little internet is what is killing you. Your little world wide web you run to and fro from one website to the other, from one video to the other, and he says you are feasting on feces and waste. You have not eaten the truth of God's word in a long time. And that is why when you taste it, you spit it out and you reject it. You say it's too harsh. You say it's not loving because you are used to the taste of feces. You don't even know what real food tastes like. And I see a type of Christian who is making a face. No, thank you. No, thank you. This Christian has stuck out their hand. No, thank you. That Christian does not want to participate in these things. That Christian does not like the taste of deception. That Christian is discerning, very discerning. God says high discernment saves the life of the believer. But my people, you do not even have low discernment. But I see this group of people who refuse to partake of the witch's feast. They do not sit at the table of the doctrines of demons and devils. They know they are supposed to participate in God's word alone. They love the taste of God's word. These people have iron jaws. No matter how tough the scripture, no matter how tough the message, they can take it. They chew it. And he says that they are becoming very robust in themselves. This is the iron church. You will be trampled by the beast. You must come out of the midst of these deceivers. God says that these pastors, these so-called social media influencers, you young women that are on Instagram, you are sitting in the company of properly initiated witches. Did you know that? Did you know that your so-called favorite marriage channel, Christian marriage channel that you're following, did you know that those people are witches? Did you know that these young women giving so much spiritual advice, do you know that they are initiated witches? You are a church under craft. I need to put that prophecy on the blog. A church under craft, God says. This means a church that is completely taken by wizards, warlocks, witches, conjurers people who are playing tricks in front of your eyes and you cannot perceive the sleight of hand. Sleight of hand means to move your hand so quickly in a deception that the person can't see it. They can't see how you're doing it and so they literally think that what you are doing is real. Come out of them. Come out of them and be separate. Imagine that. Imagine this being the last days and you are being taught by an Illuminati warlock because he is handsome. He has fooled you. He has given over his allegiance to the beast, to Satan, Lucifer, light bringer, deceiver, appearing as an angel of light and eating up your soul at night. 
munching on you in your sleep and you wake up feeling, I'm so tired. I don't know why I'm so tired because someone is drinking your spiritual energy at night. And that's because you tune in every time they have a broadcast. You are their food. You don't know. They feed on you. They sell you in the spirit realm like currency. I see people exchanging people as currency. The way you exchange money for goods. They exchange their followers in the spirit realm for more power, for more influence, for more fame, for more money. You are their foundation stones. It's you that they are selling to the devil in exchange for earthly pleasures, God says, to climb the ladder to get the Baphomet's reward. Is it? And so you have heard the 13th witness. It is called the Iron Church from November the 4th, 2022. And you hear clearly the words of the Lord on a live call exposing if you can listen carefully to what was said, that nearly all the pastors who have risen to prominence, the highest of the highs, the ones who have established themselves as fixtures upon the landscape of Christianity, that they sold out to get the Baphomet's reward. And when the ones at the top have been settled, then newer ones initiates those who also want to be a part of that glamour life. Those who want to rise quickly in the ranks and have churches and followers and ministries, stages and platforms. They do things to catch the eye of the established ones. It's like the private platinum and black credit cards. You can't ask to join, but you can do things that signal that you're ready. And when they see what looks like a good pick, yes, then they make that move. The word of the Lord to you, Marcus Rogers, is that the Lord knows you and he sees you and he sees the corruption and the lie that is in you. And the word of the Lord to God's people is this, Marcus Rogers will be exposed by the Lord. The Lord says that you are very unjust and a very unrighteous people. The Lord says that you cannot judge with righteous judgment. And church, be warned, this is an extremely heavy indictment for God to bring against you. It is extremely heavy for God to tell you that you have the Bible in front of you. You have ministry gifts leading you and teaching you. Not every pastor is corrupt. Not every YouTube video is going to take you to the lip of hell. You have the Holy Spirit, the greatest of all teachers. The word of the Lord can be imprinted upon your heart with study and by simply taking yourself off social media and giving God the time that he deserves. He's worth it. He is worth it. But with all that is available to you, the spirit of the Lord and the word of God being the most important, you are unable to grow. You are stunted. And the Lord says of you, woe to you, for you are unable to judge with a righteous judgment. And therefore the Lord says that he's not waiting for you to be able to discern between the light and the dark. Marcus Rogers will be exposed. The Lord will shame this man and publicly humiliate him. And what is more, the Lord having said this to me almost two weeks ago, he said to me, Celestial, this man will repent publicly and it will be the kind of repentance that America loves. So you know it is the repentance of the sad face it is the repentance of the bowed head. It is the repentance of 
we all get caught up sometimes and God is faithful. And uh, it will be that type of repentance. The Lord says that he will repent publicly. The Lord also says it is just a show. And I mentioned it in this prophecy. You don't get out of the brotherhood by making sad videos. You only fool the people one more time. God will expose him and he will repent for you, but not for the Lord. Coming out of the brotherhood is death. So sit there with the album that actually says brotherhood. Sit there with the covers that show your pastor dunked in the ocean. If any pastor from India or South America or Africa saw those album covers, they would go, ah, he did it, but not you, not you, America. No, the album cover means that he's been washed in the river, baptized into the new life. And so it is. I have no further words for this man unless the Lord puts them in my lips, but the word in my mouth is for you, church. You lack righteous judgment and it is a shame to you for we are in the era and righteous judgment, being able to judge between light and dark, good and evil, night and day. It could cost you your life. It could cost you your child's life to leave your child in the care of a wrong daycare. She looks nice, he looks safe, and then you come back and your baby is irreparably ruined by sexual abuse. Mom's mistake, because she cannot pray, because she does not have eyes that see. Dad's mistake, because he cannot judge with righteous judgment. The Lord says that you lack righteous judgment and therefore, he will judge Marcus Rogers. And the repentance that you see is a false repentance. It is not real. It will only be done for you. Just a moment, please. This audio is from a live prayer call that is entitled, Church You Love Pedophiles! Double exclamation mark. It's from November the 11th, 2022. See all the dead bodies coming out from the lakes and the rivers. They even dug someone up from a mall and the killer's wallet had fallen into the cement hole where he thought he would hide her body forever. God is just. God will not let sexual abuse fall under the radar. And to all of you who breach the scripture, Romans chapter one and verse 32, to all of you who advocate and feel sad for gays in the pulpit, I only have one thing to say to you. Welcome to Pedophile Junction. Welcome to the exposure of your great men and women of God. Welcome to the indictment of the Holy Spirit. And as you feel that shame of knowing that you are the type of person who opens your mouth to defend the guilty, remember what the Lord said in his word in Exodus chapter 34. I'm the God who keeps covenant with my people, but I will no means, I will by no means pardon or excuse the guilty. I will visit their crimes unto the third and the fourth 
generation. And that is why the potter's house is going to fall down and crumble to dust. There will be nothing there. I already spoke it to let people know that the Lord would rather have a badminton court there, a tennis court there. They'll turn it into a mall so that the kids can go and get their sketchers there. But he's not going to have that defiled temple standing and mocking him in the earth. And after the trees fall, God is coming after the bushes. And after the bushes have been hacked, the Lord will mow the grass. Prepare, church. Your day is coming. T.D. Jakes and the rest of them will go first. The political elite will go first. After that, the vengeance of the Lord will come to those who say, touch not my anointed, when the anointed is actually a black mass, Sabbath going, human trafficking, pedophile rapist who goes by the title of Bishop. I'm Celestial from the Master's Voice Prophecy blog. God bless you and until I see you again, goodbye. Rape small boys, he rapes young boys. He rapes boys between the ages of 10 and 15. That's his preference. He doesn't like the small, small babies because he's a big man. He's a big man. So he wants a body to feel. He wants a body to feel. God says he likes a butt of boys that are called youth. A youth. Anyone under the age of 19 is a youth. 10, 11, 12, 14, 16. He doesn't want to go above that because now the boy is too big. There are other ministers who like to sleep with actual men. And this man called Pastor Jamal Bryan, also another big famous one, he likes what is called a young man. A young man, somebody who is making his own decision that he's gay, right? God says this is one of the gayest pastors in black America, Jamal Bryant. Jamal Bryant is his name, one of the gayest black pastors ever. He likes young men. This is a man who can make his own decision, a 21-year-old, a 23-year-old, someone who has decided, yes, I like gayness, I want to be gay. That's the kind that this one goes for. Jamal Bryant is his name. J-A-M-A-L and then B-R-Y-A-N-T. God says one of the gayest in the black community that you will ever see. As fruity as a fruit basket, Jamal Bryant. He likes um, young men who can choose to be his lover. And T.D. Jakes like boys between the ages of 10, 11, 13, 14, maybe 15, but only if the boy is slender, if the boy is small for his age, if he's a big 15-year-old, that man is not interested in him. See my suffering today. See my suffering today that I have to see this. And then people will rebuke me and shame me and silence me. Why? Because God says they are pedophile worshippers. I hope you are listening to this church of Jesus Christ. If I ever decide to release this prayer call, I hope you hear what your God has to say about you. That you are a bunch of pedophile worshippers. Pedophile worshippers. Pedophile lovers. Pedophile supporters. The pastors you love are pedophiles. They like child flesh. They like youth flesh. They like the tight backsides of young males. And there you are flinging your tight money at them. Won't that money take you to hell? Apostle Peter, he knew what he was saying when he said your money perish with you. 
whether it was Peter or Paul who said it. Your money perish with you. That's where your money is taking you, to perdition, to hellfire itself, because you are partnering in covenant with pedophiles, rapists of boys and girls. CDJ Jamal Bryant, gay as you want to be, gay as anything. And God is saying it's not only R. Kelly who pees in people's mouths. He says this is a habit. R. Kelly was indicted on some evidence that shocked everyone. Everyone was shocked to hear that there was physical evidence of R. Kelly urinating into the mouth of an underage child, a minor, 14 years old. God says this is an old habit. It is just R. Kelly's bad luck that he got caught on to. God says this is a predilection. A predilection is a particular underhanded and disgusting habit that someone loves very much, but they know because of what it is, the nature of it, they are forced to keep it secret. They cannot bring it out into the open. It would be roundly condemned by everyone who hears it because the human mouth is not a urinal. Well, God says that R. Kelly is not the only person who performs this act, that many of them do it at the Black Mass. Many of them do it at the Black Sabbath because the job at the Black Mass, at the Black Sabbath, is to defile and utterly desecrate the human vessel. To desecrate something means that you destroy it in such a way that you cannot even look at it anymore and discern what the original purpose was for. So it's like having a house and you go through every part of the house, smashing the windows, breaking the doors, smashing the floors, ripping out the sinks, ripping out the toilets until you have destroyed the house from the attic to the basement, and when you walk through it, you can't even say, this is a house. This was a place that was created to be a place of comfort and safety and security for the family or for one person. It doesn't look like a house anymore. It's a nightmare. It's a disaster. That is what they do at the Black Mass, God says. That is what they do at the Black Sabbath. They desecrate human beings, and then when they're finished, at the end, a grand flourish, they put them to death, mostly young adults and children. Mostly young adults and children are torn apart as part of the grand finale. They tear people. I see that sometimes a person can be just arms and legs, shelter, just arms and legs in a bloody pile. I don't know how they tear them, but I just see that when they finish tearing you, you are not a whole being. They have ripped you to pieces and you die. This is a lot for you. You just die in agony. You just die in a lot of pain. You just die a terrible death. Basically. Black mass, God is saying, black Sabbath. It's of the devil. It's a, it's a, it's a brain child. Brain child, Satan. The conception of the evil one. Satan dreams of what we cannot imagine, my sister. God says that Satan can conceive of what the human being cannot bear. And this is why they reject my testimony. 
God says that's the reason they reject me when I come to them. They cannot bear the reality of what I say. They cannot bear the reality of what I show you. That is why they reject you and they reject me also. And they say it is not possible. God says that is because the human heart cannot bear what Satan can think of. And that's because they think they understand the devil, my sister. They really think that they understand this creature. And they know how he thinks and they know what he can come up with and do to people. So how can they bear the reality of what actually happens at a ritual? If you took them to a ritual and you forced them to watch everything that they do to these children, they would die of a heart attack. They would die of a stroke before it even was at 10 minutes. 10 minutes of the ritual, you will see them dropping like flies from shock, cardiac arrest, heart attack. They think they know what the devil can do, and they have no clue what he is able to do. That's why they reject the testimony of the Lord. And so you hear the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ on a live prophecy prayer call, November the 11th, 2022. I was not active on YouTube at that time, but I was still maintaining my multiple weekly prayer calls with those that I pray with. And the Lord began to bring forth information that I recorded on that call that the church of Jesus Christ is greatly in love with people that they call pastor, leader, man of God. And yet these people, they go to something called the satanic black mass. Membership is blood. Participation is orgies, perversions, things you cannot imagine. The Lord saying that his church likes to imagine that she knows Satan, that she understands what this creature is and how far he can go. And yet the Lord says that if he was to take any of you live to the ritual, 10 minutes of the ritual, when you see what they do to the children, when you see what they do, your pastors, go there along with the political elites, the music musicians, movie stars, the finance and the tech gurus, the richest among the lawyers, law enforcement. If you saw what they actually do to the people that they catch off the street, he said 10 minutes or less heart attack, aneurysm, you would be dropping like flies if he showed it to you. And that's why you reject his testimony. That's why you can't stand the sound of his voice because who can imagine such heinous wickedness putting on a cassock and walking around on the stage of the potter's house, walking around on all the big stages that you're so in love with. Oh, I need to get to that church, the conference. You heard the word of the Lord against T.D. Jakes, Jamal Bryant, homosexuals in the closet, standing bold as brass on the pulpit, preaching to you for years refusing to take correction. Do you imagine that the Lord brings forth public prophecy and he has not spoken to his children in private? Do you not know that God had spoken to Eli about his sons and Samuel was the last straw? The Lord bears long, even with sinners, but he will not tolerate their wickedness forever, especially when it is at the expense of the young. It is one thing to violate a child, but you heard by the revelation of the Lord 
because I do not attend such gatherings. You heard that at the end of all that merciless abuse, I see a pile of arms and legs. A person has died in agony. A person died a terrible death. I just see arms and legs and body parts chopped up for the grand finale. Be very careful what you defend. You will stand before the Lord in his judgment robes, and I promise you, you will not be able to keep your feet or open your mouth to explain the things that you have defended while you are in your earthly body. I will bring forth one last witness. The vision that the Lord showed me that I alluded to earlier in this prophecy, what it will be like when T.D. Jakes falls in the earth. The prophecy that you are listening to is called T.D. Jakes, the final word of the Lord, January the 19th, 2024. Just a moment, please. The Lord said that Bishop T.D. Jakes will pay the penalty for the things that he has done and that absolutely nothing will turn back his judgment. And so let me give a word of caution here to people who think they're stronger than God. In the Old Testament, when God condemned someone, Israel had the good and the common sense to step back because they knew that it was either a lightning bolt about to follow or the ground about to open and someone, their wife, their kids, all their relatives, sheep, goat, tent, about to enter down live into Hades, or someone was about to be taken to the edge of the camp and stoned. People in those days understood that God is the height of mercy, the height of kindness. There is no one born of a woman who is kinder than God and more loving than God. And so in those days, People understood the character of God and respected him enough to know that when he finally said he was fed up, no human born of woman could speak up and put their voice above his and say, but I think there's room for one more chance. But this generation, because this generation is defiled, because this generation is not taught, because this generation actually thinks that God is a cross between Santa, the Easter bunny, and their best friend. They think that when God says the negotiation is finished and the judgment is set, they feel that they hold such a special place with God that if they creep to God and say, but God, give him one more chance. And God would say, you know, I was waiting just for that intercession because I couldn't be sure that my judgment was just. But now that you're here, I'm going to shift it for you. Please remember what I said in the beginning of the video. God said that when these people are going down, whoever attempts to stand in the way, you will go down with them. Now, I'm not at liberty to tell you how you will go down with them because God has not revealed it to me. But since I'm one of those old style Israelites who knows his character well enough to know that he means every word he says, it is my obligation to tell you that when God passes final judgment on these people for the wicked and diabolical acts, many of them have been revealed on this channel in videos that are only two months old and you attempt to stand in the way, let's pray for him. Did you contact him and pray for him? I didn't contact him and pray for him because I'm not working for him. I'm working for his boss that he decided to turn his back on and go and serve the Baphomet. I'm that PA that's just here with this tablet to read out what the big boss says.
You go and pray for him and then see what the end of that will be. So then I saw these ministers were enjoying this party. Oh, sorry, I didn't bring the vision that the Lord is telling me to make sure that I add here. I had um, a vision of T.D. Jakes. I think it would have been just maybe three weeks. And I put it in a video already, but it keeps coming up to bring it in. And so here it is. I saw this man standing as a huge statue in the earth, a very massive statue. And this whole vision was sort of in light shades of blue. So it was a light blue statue and the sky was blue. Everything was blue. And it was standing right at the edge of a lake, a lake a sea, definitely a body of water. And then the statue was struck. So the statue was struck and it fell into the water and it sank into the water. And then it began to release this inky black goo into the water, this, this black dense sub substance into the water. And then as I was watching, all the little woodland animals came around to that pool and began to sip that defiled and poisoned water. And the Lord said that when this man falls, it will be like the hour hand finally coming to the hour. So, you know, it, it finally comes around and it hits the hour. And God says, when this man falls, you are watching the beginning of the time period of the judgment of the ministers who have failed their commission. But he also said in the, in the long ago prophecy where I was speaking to him, where God said that, there is a judgment of death for certain ministers. God says that Christians who are wise should stay away from the fanfare and the open mourning and the great burning that will be made for, for Bishop T.D. Jakes when he dies. A great burning is the kind of opulent send off that you give a great king who is so beloved. The entire country comes to the funeral. They build him an entire Viking ship of wood. They douse it with kerosene, wrap his body in like 5,000 layers of purest linen and purple and blue, priceless things. They put it on the ship, they set the ship on fire, and then it goes out to sea and everybody is watching the great king burn. That's what is called a great burning. God said that when this man passes away, the way that he will be eulogized, you will think that a God, if possible, has died. And the warning that he gave to Christians, because this is what will happen. When he passes away, his videos that have 100,000 views will kick up into 100 million views. The ones that have 10 million views will go into 500 million views and things like that. People will begin to come to that place with the wealth of defiled information that he has left behind. A legacy that God has rejected and they will begin to drink from it and say, I wish I had been a part of the potter's house and therein is the danger. But you real Christians, God says to you, have a clue and stay away. So I and so you have heard the 15th witness, a vision that the Lord gave me in October, round about the 20th there. This video that you are listening to is a the June 20th vision. It is June 20th, 2019. But I added in the vision that the Lord spoke to me. So the title of the prophecy that you just heard is called Cornucopia, Wealth, Opulence, and Corruption in the Churches. But the little snippet I played for you was a vision that the Lord gave me where I saw T.D. Jakes as a massive statue in the earth. And then the statue was struck from on high 
It fell to the earth and it fell into a body of water. And then even though a statue is supposed to be solid, this thing disintegrated into this thick and very questionable black liquid. And all the little animals came and began to drink that poisoned pool. That is the 15th witness, October, 2022. This is after the whole of September where I read you at least four prophecies that the Lord had given on the same man. So you've heard 15 pieces of evidence. And the last thing I will, oh yes, the last thing I will mention, one of the second to last thing is that uh, many of the pastors that I have been speaking about, not the ones necessarily by name, but many of the pastors that you're going to see falling are going to fall because of their sex tape. The Lord says that there's no difference between them and the perverted people in the world who do not know him. He says, especially when people are child molesters for some twisted reason that God will always take and use in the end. He says they love to film themselves. This is how the police can always be so sure that they've got the right man because there can sometimes be over a thousand videos of that person if they've been doing it long enough and if they've been having a long enough career as a pedophile, luring small children, luring, luring young men and young women, drawing them in, sometimes catching them against their will, sometimes drugging them like that Texas coach that was caught in 2022 or 2023 a man who had been operating around a school district for more than 10 years, caught, and his library indicted him. The pastors will go down the same. The Lord said that these men are perverted and sick and that they will be caught and snared by the tapes that they have made of themselves because he says they like to rewatch it. And it's that very tape that will be going into evidence against many of them. This last message was just the Lord talking to me in September of 2022. The date is September 19, 2022. And the title that I gave this note is simply Comfort of the Master. And that is an obvious title because if September 2022 was the month that Celestial was prophesying about T.D. Jakes back to back, then surely September 2022 is the month that the insults were reaching the heavens because I dare to speak about the precious, untouchable Holy Bishop. And so the Lord was just speaking to me, encouraging me. That is no one's business. And then he said here that T.D. Jakes will die. I told you that he will die and that date will come soon. Please bear in mind that God's word soon is not the human word soon because everybody will get their little bick out and start saying, okay, she said it's soon. Daniel was told soon and he died and we're still waiting for some of his prophecies to come to light, but it's not going to take that long. The Lord says that this man will die and the date will come soon. He only has a short while to put his house in order and then his sex tape will come out. But in the end, that whole house will go down in ashes. So you have heard more than five times, at least in separate prophecies, that the potter's house is not going to continue standing. So it's not just the church and the deceived people sitting in the church believing that they found a forever home. It is his children, his wife, the husbands that his children have married, the scandals that his sons have been involved in, all of it, the Lord says, it will come crashing down to the ground. Massive mega exposure. Everything will be out there. And you know how supportive people are when others are going down. 
This is when the internet will become flooded by all who know the family, all who are gatekeeping the secrets. In this prophecy cornucopia, something I saw, something that I explained, if you want to know how filthy ministers destroy ordinary men and women, in the cornucopia series, the Lord showed me the bodyguards and I saw how the bodyguards who guard these defiled pastors hate their jobs and many of them will never step in a church. They don't believe in God because they see what the top men of God and women of God do. I saw them and I saw that they were deliberately blanking their minds because often the bodyguards are close to these defilements. The bodyguards have to cover up for that shivering 16 year old. Somebody has to drive him home afterwards. So the bodyguards see things. The bodyguards are close to the throne and the Lord was showing me that what these men have seen have hardened them on the inside so much that they don't, they don't even wanna hear about Jesus because they've seen Jesus's so-called representatives. They've seen church in living color. You haven't, but the bodyguards know and they can't stand the house of God. Their faith has been corrupted because of proximity to Satan in a ball gown, Satan in a minister's robe, Satan in the collar, Satan doing something on Saturday night and then jumping on stage and saying, let's all rise and share the benediction. It's something to think about. There are people who know more than you and it's amazing that you don't hear a single one of them defending these people, but aren't you busy? Righteous church, you heard the word of the Lord, step away. The whole house will go down in ashes. They have tapes of him with men and they have evidence of him molesting small children in rituals. They have all done it who serve the Baphomet. My hand is not short to do what I said I will do. I will do it all. Eddie Long was a molester and when he was caught, T.D. Jakes mocked him. He laughed at Long because he left evidence of the molestation across multiple phones and devices. Sometimes the pedophile enjoys re-watching what they've done. That's what trips them up in the end. But I see everything and I will bring it out. I will bring equity to the saints. This man was the mentor. The bishop was the mentor of Bishop Long. Showed him the ropes, got him set up. This is self-explanatory. I hope you will just hear the part where God says that to serve the Baphomet, the entry requirement is the same. So no matter how many TikToks people make and say, I'm not a Mason, the entry code is the same. God says that he sees everything and he will bring it all out, tapes, and he says he will bring equity to the saints. And I've explained this to you, but I will explain it again as I wrap up this video. Bringing equity to the saints means, equity means balance, rest. It means that one side will not be heaped up and the other side neglected. It doesn't, it means that the other side will not be 
Too, too high and the other side fading or falling away. Balance, equity, equality, reasonableness, level. Whatever is raised up, the father will cut down. Whatever is fallen, you victims of this. Your heart is twisting as you listen to this. You're being taken back to horrifying memories 10, 20, 30, 50, 60 years ago. You're older now. Your pain is still there. Pastor, bishop, deacon, teacher, prophet, apostle got away with it. Did he? He's dead now, but did he? God is not unjust. You may not have seen the judgment, but there is so much more that will be unfolded after we all pass from this earth and we are standing before the Father, defenseless, our bags of sins, all the unrepented muck that we were too proud to let go of in this life when repentance was available. Every word, idle word that we spoke, neatly packaged by the watchers, name on it, waiting for you to explain it. Your pain is there and God sees it. And the Lord will bring equity to that pain. That is why I am here. That is why God will look at a defiled church and then go into his sleeves to pick the ones that he knows will not support and defend Baal, but will have compassion for those who are broken and bruised at the hands of the powerful wicked. God will bring equity, balance, righteous judgment in the midst of those who judge unrighteously and call the truth a lie and run to defend darkness and run to preserve sickness in the body of Christ. Just hold on. And if there's any truth in you, if you know what they have done to you, stand up and speak it so that your soul can have rest. No matter where you are, if you know their names, stand up and speak it. We are near the end of all things. Stand up and say what you have to say. And may God bless you. And may God heal you. And may the Lord lay his hand on that wound and make you whole in the powerful and eternal name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am Celestial, and this is the Master's Voice Prophecy Blog. The truth will be spoken here, one against millions, one against many, and if it comes to that, one against all. I perform to no one, but I serve before an audience of one. This is my reasonable service to God, and there is nothing anyone can do about that. God bless you. You have heard the word, and... Until I see you again, goodbye.